Hey everybody, Joe here with you from lovely downtown Bozeman, Montana, Music Villa, legendary music store. Um, Blaze could not be here today. Uh, we got we got this weird text this morning, Dustin and I. He he plays in this band. It's a Captain and Tennille. It's called Captain and Tennille Diamond, and it's like a Neil Diamond with you know Captain Tennille. You get the idea. And uh, they hit it a little hard last night. Things got weird. They had some Fleetwood Mac moments. They slept with each other. They got shit-faced. And uh, <laughs> he couldn't make it in today. Yeah, but, uh, you know, miss you, Blaze. Miss you. Um, so I showed up this morning, and um, there's just this wonderful pile of junk down here. I don't know if, uh, you know, I don't know what happened. looks like somebody was doing some, some shredding. On some skateboards down here, they got a little wild. It's uh, it actually looks much like the aftermath of Blaze's uh, Captain and Tennille Diamond show, you know, just parts. Except there's more uh, <laughs> ripped up clothes and bodily fluids and stuff after Blaze's thing. But um, yeah, so I'm excited. There's some uh, interesting stuff in here. Hopefully, their beer will be here. Oh, yes. Just as I said, beer. Timmy Powers. Did you say be here? <laughs> beer. <laughs> beer. <laughs> hey, what's up? You what's know, up, I'm bud? trying to find like some uh, scrap material, something to refine. You guys <laughs> got anything down here? I got some refined barley for you mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. Um and <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so, you, man. yeah, hey man. I just yes. wandered in, found all my stuff here. I'm uh yeah, thanks for having me, Joe. And yeah, this is exciting to be down here and uh, recollect all my junk. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, this is Timmy Bowers, everybody. Hello. Cheers. <laughs> and a uh, longtime Bozeman musician, uh, musician, just period. Long time, long time Music Villa shopper. Music Villa um, shopper. Ambassador. Yep. He's actually. Uh, Timmy is actually on the in the level that where his kids shop here. You know what they I'm saying? Do, yep, yep. His kids are playing. I'm passing the torch on to them, trying to make sure that uh, we, uh, you know, flood the population with more musicians. Yeah, but that's what needs to happen. Which is exciting for Dad that his, you know his kids are interested in it, excited about it, writing songs, rocking. Yeah, playing. definitely. It's pretty cool. They uh, they um, turn me on to stuff now. You know, I used to yeah. try to like make them listen to like. You know all every all the heavy stuff I listen to, and they're like, and Dad, check they're this just out. yeah. Now they're just turning me on to cool stuff, and That's actually sweet. took my oldest kid to see Mastodon over Sick. the summer. Did he like so, it? Oh yeah, yeah. He he was cool. blown away. Cool so, man. That's awesome. So yeah, that's. Yeah, and that's, they grew up with drum sets all around the house, and yeah, they were here in my horrible noise in utero. <laughs> <laughs> they're like. <"Yeah!" laughs> So yeah. So that's pretty cool. It's, it's coming full circle. Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, that definitely makes. Are they into skating? Makes, they skate. Don't yeah, they? they both skate. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. That's another thing I tried not to push. They, they went from like the little like, you know, foot powered stuff to then to like this really tiny little scooter phase where I was like, whatever, I'm not gonna be a hater. <laughs> <laughs> They're my Just own. Just stay out of the park. <laughs> 
stay off the skateboard. Well, that was the rule. I'm like, you can use them anywhere but the skate park. You're going to get run over, I know, for experience. <laughs> That's what happened with this board. I hit a scooter kid, and it, I mean, it, it was just splinters everywhere. I mean, <laughs> I, I apologize. The kid was bigger than me. I was. <laughs> he was like 12. <laughs> That's all just, you know, part of the thing. <laughs> That's how I recycle boards, you know. Uh-huh. No, typically, actually, the boards come from all over. The, really? Yeah. Some are from friends, but a lot of them I just put a call out for broken stuff. Yeah, let's crack Let's crack a beer. Yeah. You do, um, man. I, you know me. I'm I'm actually three years, no no beers, so. Nice. Those, are all, those are all you guys. Good job, Timmy. Yeah, I was, I was uh, you know. You're three years I'm now? I'm scrawny, man. Beer just destroyed me. <laughs> I always needed like a den mother to follow me around to be like, help him walk. <laughs> I have a walker. When I get so really now, drunk, just yeah. Walk her. See, I tried that Anything out with it? the little tennis balls things I put on the bottom. To keep, yeah. They kept falling off because then I'd be like sliding around. You use it and, for self defense. Too. Well, it's getting heavy. Oh yeah, you could. Be, I put four swords in mine. Four swords <laughs> each. <laughs> I just start carrying these guitars around everywhere. It's like weaponry. I'm gonna start to create um handmade. Massive sheaths for these to wear on my back. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So let's check out this beer. I've never seen this. I know. I haven't either because I haven't shopped for beer in a long time. Uh, I just had a goat on it. So This this is worth saying. It's the Devastator Double Buck from Wasatch Brewery. This is, and we gotta, you gotta look at I know it's can. not local, but sometimes you just have to deflect and, you know. Oh no, look at this. <laughs> rebel. I get this, you get to spend a moment with this can. I just remember what I like in beer. And it's it was, a Capitol building and a flaming goat I blasting out of the <clears throat> burning Capitol. It's like a synopsis <clears throat> of my political views right now. <laughs> and I didn't even notice that until if now. If you're going to sin, <laughs> sin big. <laughs> Eight percent alcohol, baby. Yeah. <clears throat> By volume and a cream. <clears throat> and a, I need to drink beer. This is why I creamy, quit drinking. And a creamy <laughs> richness. This brew has developed a serious cult following. Imagine that a cult following in Utah. It's from Utah. I know. That's really? what the other irony. The Wasatch, duh. The Wasatch range. Yeah, that's great. Thank. Good job, Utah. Eight percent beer from Utah. That is. Bing. Sweet. I got a couple bingo check marks there. I'm like, man. Sweet. Right. Good job, Utah. Hey, you know, I just kind of looked at it like I liked when I did drink. It was always anything above five percent, just because I liked dank, dank beer. Yeah. As I get older, man, I can't drink bunch of beer. Oh, like, I know. You know what I mean, I want to drink like one or two. So, you know, high alcohol beer is is awesome. Perfect. Yep. Yeah. Moderation. Oh, <laughs> this is pretty good. It is. Yeah. It's tasty. Thanks. It is good beer. I just yeah. was, I didn't know. So, yeah. So, the goat. Cheers. And there's some lore behind the goat. Um, cheers. Cheers, buddy. Chaw. Yeah. Chaw. So, uh, folks in the, sh- in the, in the skateboard and, uh, and snowboard community also may know Timmy as, uh, Shred Goat. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, there's a whole, I mean, do you want to, do you, I don't know, do you have anything that, any, any stories on the shred goat? I don't know. I just goat? make stupid goat noises, and then I just somehow there was that whole Jim Brewer thing where he was goat boy, you know. Yep. And there was that whole thing which I thought was actually a really funny um, skit that they did. The yep. whole one with Pamela Anderson and stuff, the, <laughs> yeah. the gropey goat and stuff. <laughs> but 
Um, it just ended up being like this call to arms. Like yep. if I was uh, snowboarding with some friends or something and Should we I got go? separated, somebody would start making, we'd all make goat noises. <laughs> for, a while, for a while it was like we made raven noises, but then there was so many ravens flying around in the mountain that were like, yeah. hey, is that homeboy over there? Uh, we're like, oh, oh. you know, we're trying to like, we're like, oh, it's actually a bird. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so we were like, let's make it the goat noise. So then... I just like became obsessive about uh, making goat noises because that's, that's my personality, I guess, and uh, so it just stuck. So I like and it. I got the tattoo that a really yeah. good friend of mine did. Of it's a great like tattoo. it's a little custom goat that he did for me. He came mm -hmm. out to visit and awesome. did it right on my living room or on my on my kitchen table, you know, yeah. which was really cool. And I've uh, I'm I'm born I'm a Capricorn. It's my, I'm a, it's the goat is the thing, the animal with it. Yeah, I'm an Aries, yeah. so I'm so. like, it's, it's the, it's not a goat, it's the, it's the sheep or not. It's, you oh, know. It's the, yeah. Yeah. So the other the ram. The other ungulate. Yeah. They're buddies, goats and They're rams. They, they hang, they, they <laughs> share territory, you know? Yeah. So, uh, habitat. Corn so. hoof. Yeah. <laughs> so I like that, you know, I, so I always was like, oh yeah, goat. And then, uh, you know, there's mountain goats out here whenever when I hike. Yeah, exactly. And I get in terrain where there's mountain goats it's always exciting well, they're just me. intriguing they're like, creatures man they get creatures. in places where like i've been in the backcountry hiking around and i've like experienced they, seeing them where i'm like how old did you even why you the did foliage you go there? up there and it's like plants this big minuscule eating that yeah there's no water you're like dude the grass yeah. is like 16 inches tall down here you should come on down off yeah. that rock and have a have a meal they're really <laughs> intriguing creatures yeah yeah they are for you sure know? and they uh i've had you know those goats on top of uh like you, like some most mountains around here, you go up and the goats are pretty like wild and aloof, and they're not going to get too close to you. Yeah. But those those goats on uh, Sacagawea are different. They oh see, yeah. They see so many people. They just that's they it's their house. They but know people keep coming up, so they they'll get really close to you, and they'll sometimes they'll kind of. Have you ever had a standoff with? I've had yeah. Like little standoffs. Yeah, yeah. But they're kind of like. Dude, I've had that snowboarding. I will buck you off this mountain. Yeah. You know, fuck you. And I'm like taking their picture. <laughs> they're, they're like, no, seriously, dude. I'll like destroy you and your camera. Yeah, that's that's great, and that's so funny that I found that this is what I end up getting because I literally walked down the whole aisle, then I started walking back, and that was the last six pack of that, and it had the the radical graphic, and I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm just grab that <laughs> shred goat. Let's bring it. We're we're gonna talk about music in a minute, but okay, let's yeah, talk yeah. about skating for a second. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, um what do you want to know? So, all right. So there's there's demolished decks here. Yep. There's you know, we're, we've got so much to get into, but let's start with the skating and then bring it to the guitar. Okay. Cool. Um, when did you start skating? Oh, when I was about thirteen. Nice. Nineteen eighty-five, Pennsylvania. Yep. yep. And uh, so. What was the skating scene like then? I mean, what that was like the you, that was sort of the golden age, not maybe not the golden age, but it was the it was forefront it, or the it was like definitely the, it was the golden age of I don't want to say DIY because that's just so overused, but it was like seek and find, yeah. seek and destroy. It was like, like yeah, it was know, like finding uh, urban you areas can, yeah. to, to with with. You know, finding right? drainage ditches, Find, and like finding, finding some radical cool fellow that you didn't even know lived like thirty miles down the road. It had a ramp. Yeah, and right? all of a sudden you're friends with him, and he's friends with you. And or in the it, summer, somebody's building the ramp. Yeah, or, it was just this continual interconnection of, of not of not only the skating, but the thing that came along with it that was even better was the music, the uh -huh. exposure to all the good music. That's the thing and, that was linked up. Yeah, sure. I mean that was kind it of was. like the 
turning point for me where I went from my brother being my influence with really bad hair metal and the coolest thing I really got turned on to is probably like Iron Maiden and mm -hmm. Black Sabbath and then sure. that's my big brother turned me on to all that stuff and yeah but skateboarding exposed me to like everything that I had no fucking clue about excuse my language yeah, yeah, yeah. no yeah. but um that's but cool. yeah there was just this whole and the thing about it was everybody shared the music because it was just like we skated to it and so everybody yep. wanted to be like hey I need a and copy like of a tape cassette yeah I need a copy of that cassette box, like and that's so yeah. funny the funniest thing I, the funniest memory I have w correlating between skateboarding and music as a kid is there was this band called Malifice and they were like heavy like punk band from yeah. Virginia outside of DC yeah. and uh, we got this cassette tape of it and my friend made a copy of it on the wrong speed. And so it was like super <laughs> fast. I mean, it was like chipmunk <coughs> punk, man. It was like hardcore. And we were just like, holy shit, Malifice, man. They're like hardcore. And then we played this cassette to a friend who had the seven inch. And he's like, dude, that's the wrong speed. <laughs> and we're just like, what do you mean? And so we all like listened to it and it sounded like, uh, it sounded like somebody, it was like drop F or something. I mean, it sounded so drone after we put it on the right speed. But I actually still have the uh, insert from that 7-inch oh, in nice, my dude. like memorabilia junk that I had. Because I'm a total yeah. memorabilia pack rat, if, yeah, dude. if you haven't noticed. but That's rad. Um, but that That's was really cool. just so funny when we actually realized, oh my God, this is <laughs> we're, we're dumb. That's awesome, man. That's what um, I love about skating, too. It's, I mean, I'm all about... Whatever you're into with team sports and everything, but me, I had team team sports shoved down my throat when I was a kid, mm -hmm. and uh, and Skating's I just community. yeah, and skateboarding turned me onto this whole other thing of like, um, you don't like you can excel at something, but that doesn't mean you have to be like all competitive about it. You can just have fun with your friends, and yep. you just get better naturally through having fun with your with your friends. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Just continuing to doing it, and where I'm going with that is. Guys that play football and baseball and, and hockey, you know, they reach a point where they get so beat down that they're just, they don't, they're made like a ton of money and they retire, but with skateboarders, it's like a lifelong thing. You don't, mm -hmm. like, you, I'm you almost adapt, 50. Yeah, you kind I'm, of adapt to the way you, yeah, you a little just, bit, like. Yeah, yeah, you, you realize there's limitations when you get older and you <laughs> definitely can only push yourself so hard without really just you paying put, for it, you know, but. And if you want to, like get a little like if you want to go you know go a little harder you, you pad up and you yeah totally yeah i mean that's kind of there's different anyone. levels and that's the cool thing is you can skateboard on any level when you're accepted in that community of friends because that's it's like an open arms mm -hmm. brother and sisterhood you know and there's and this in in montana and i mean jeff Ament is worth oh, mentioning yeah. like there's oh, these guys sure. have kept the uh and I'm just talking about like there's there's skateboarding is alive in Montana. Yeah, I've played for Jeff with my skate guitars, and um, he's I've gone to the skate parks he's built with his money that he's donated to, uh, and he's well, like he's built basically wants to build a park, tons in, of parks. Uh, in a smooth concrete park in every town of Bozeman. I mean, in the Montana, one in Livingston, every he town had fund, you know the yeah. the park over there. I mean, he did there. The, he did one in Brownie. I played, I played a couple of the benefits for that, too, as well. Yeah. I mean, I try to... He did the Great Falls? Did Great Falls, he did? Um, no, no, above that he did. He did oh, um, okay. he did Browning, he did um, Big Sandy, he did Hamilton, Darby, he did uh, Stevensville. Yeah. Uh, there's... I could, couldn't even name them all off the top of my head Do you right like now. skating at the park here in Bozeman? Do you, oh, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I like, I like yeah. every park because it's like... 
they're all different. Yeah. Yep. Now you're building guitars out of out of decks, and you're you've you've cut these things up, and how different are? I mean, is it the way the way it's this? I don't I know nothing, Timmy. So the way sure a skateboard is built, <laughs> um, it's basically the same as it's always been. It's just it's we're, we're plywood, but we're just maybe yeah, it's maple typically, and it's like cross laminated is, maple. Yeah. I mean, has that evolved drastically, or is it? Yeah. I mean, the shapes. I mean, the actual construction of the sandwiching of the like the, the the board and the glue laminates and stuff has kind of stayed the same but the shapes have changed and, and the concaves and you know the the just the flip noses boards used to be really flat and they oh yeah, have really bent. small noses <clears throat> yeah. and and are those uh like heat like are those bent with heat or are they uh like carved they're pressed with pressed right yeah, yeah yeah they're just the way like a guitar like guitar ribs of acoustic guitar yep yeah and uh maple typically Typically hard rock maple, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rock maple, yep. yep. So um, they're kind of built similar to drums. They are, and I actually met one of the Professor Paul Schmidt. He's like one of the most legendary board builders. Um, there's another guy, um, Official Jerry, out of out of Texas. He's a pretty legendary board builder as well. Nice. There's just so many underground companies and like there's all these new companies but they have roots tied to these to the founding fathers of the industry you know yeah, it's like it's yeah. like constant passing of the torch it's like trying to keep it in keep skateboarding in the industry so that it doesn't become what everything else becomes just mm -hmm. saturated crap that you don't want to be a part of anymore it's like that's when yeah. i started skating i mean i used to literally i got my tooth chipped and knocked out because I was a skater. I got my head slammed against a locker in gym class. Oh, wow. just, that just, kind of thing. That's like that the way. kind of crap not, I dealt with. Skating, but, like skating wasn't uh, cool when I grew up. I mean, I get uh, my ass kicked for skating, uh, and you know that's where the 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 term grip tape forehead for us came from because that's like a skateboard. At one point, was just like you considered it like a life tool because you're like some some dude just wants to mess with you because you have a skateboard. It's mm -hmm. like what kind of mentality is that? That's yeah, like yeah. that teaches you at a really young age that like, you don't want to like you don't want to purvey that kind of vibe toward people. There's, sure. there's, there's, mm -hmm. you know, that's like the thing about skating. And I'll just be quick about it. Is like we embrace everybody, little kids that are just learning. You know, mm -hmm. we don't. It's nothing to be. We don't take someone's inability as a as an excuse to make fun of them. I mean, that's, that's probably has the, a lot well, a lot to do with why skateboarding has been not as there's still a purity to it yeah you know there's, a, it's, there's it's, a core it's less uh it's slightly less exploitable um like on a on on that on a certain level yeah you know and, what I'm saying? yeah and skaters take things into their own hands and yeah. i mean look at portland look at burnside look at the like there's probably a hundred underground skate parks built by skaters right now mm -hmm. that uh, people don't even know even exist yeah. the people are out like having enjoyable times and you know just mm -hmm. mind their own business and that's that's good yeah that's a good thing and it is a great thing for kids and every you know to be like it's 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 free once you have this yeah exactly you that's the other down, thing you can get you can go have some release yeah skateboarding's affordable <laughs> <laughs> so um until you break your board yeah exactly um so let's get into the guitars so uh, cool. um there's so much to talk about with timmy too by the way because he's he's an amazing drummer no, it's because I talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to get into the guitars and we're going to come back. So you started playing 
Let's just go from here. You started playing guitar. When did you probably started dabbling, and then and then you? Yeah. I remember. Yeah, I sold bass you guitar a, is, is was where I started. I sold you that Les. Oh, because yep. I sold you that Les Paul. The Les Paul, yeah, yeah. Well, first it was a Jaguar. Yep, I got the, the black top Jag, the Jag, which I loved, and then I traded the and Music Villa props again. So you yeah, guys have always been there for me. I've got and and your and Timmy was, has you know always jam space and different projects going, and he's so he's play he's playing drums at home and he's. Don't correct me if I'm wrong. He got this uh, idea. He wanted. He's playing drums and he has these, you know, riffs and things in his head, and he wants to have. He wants to hear the whole thing. So he's like, I need. To, I need to just play some of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. So he guitars, you know, yep. he always, and, and, and the kids come to play because I was like, yep. I was. And his kids stand, were playing guitars. My dad, my yep. my kids were. Yeah, I was at home Ibanez. a lot. Yeah, I was yeah. at home a lot. My, I I wasn't a social butterfly at yeah. all. I was because like, he's drummer from. Just real quick, what age did you start playing drums? I four four years old. Yeah, your parents are drummers. My grandfather was a, grandfather, was a was right. a drum and bugle corps drummer, and that's he right. he yeah. took took me to the, all the parades when I was a kid, mm -hmm. and he would get me right up front because I was just short little sawed yeah. off dude like I still am. And so Timmy is like an established drummer, you know, in his early twenties. You know, he's like playing in bands, growing all his whole life playing drums and bands. Always the go to you know guy, great drummer. Thanks, so man. appreciate for that. forever, right? So he's kind of like, I, correct me if I'm wrong again, but I feel like you know you kind of hit a point with your drums where you're like, all right, I I can drum, I got you know this, but but you're with you you were more into writing. And yeah, and I love the guitar, I and mean, you always love guitar and drum drums and guitar have this symbiotic relationship. They do. So uh, I just hadn't realized it yet. <laughs> I, I did. I I like had that an old Gibson acoustic guitar. It's one of the only only um, things that I ever traded off that I was regretful about because it was like mm -hmm. a old like J one hundred. My oh, friend damn. had shot it up with a BB gun and stuff and <laughs> gave it to me. And when I moved here, it seriously it had like the BB indentations in the top of the body, you know. And the, <laughs> I was just like, but I traded it off. And and who has it now? It's a great player, and I'm like, it's in oh, it's great cool. hands. Well, that's cool. And he restored it because no, that's was, good. So that's cool. No, that's great. But I know that that's I, a success. I, though, but I learned how to play guitar on that guitar. Oh, pretty much. Rad, man. Bozeman built Gibson. I don't know if probably. it was a Bozeman yeah. built, but yeah, it was probably. old, yeah. man. Okay. It, it was. It was like in, from like the probably the sixties. Oh. it was old. That thing's worth some money. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's why I was like, damn, what did I do? But I, I, but I got a great guitar out of it. Yeah, I got a huge like a jumbo Gibson custom acoustic, and I ended up trading it in here, and I got that Les Paul. So, oh, I mean, I, I worked it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So Timmy, so started buying. He started acquiring, uh, you know, gigging, you know, pr like good high quality electric guitars. Got the Jag, the Les Paul, da da da. But then I didn't know how to play. I could, couldn't learn. I didn't know how to play standing up, dude. Yeah, you had to learn I didn't to know how to play. I, it was like, I was and he got and he got a good amp. And I remember, I remember when that was all. I totally just remember when that was all happening with you when you were like the evolution of Timmy's guitar playing. Um, and he always had guitars around, but he like decided to. He was like, I started spending real time with it. Yeah, and, like, exactly. Writing riffs and, like, well, when I played so. with you, we we had gigged together, oh, and yeah. I just played with a lot of people that were really yeah. good players. And I'm just like, it got me, mm -hmm. like, st like totally stoked out to mm -hmm. want to just try to learn actually to stand up and play. I mean, yeah, that Timmy sounds and ridiculous. Timmy and I have played together forever, and I'll, he's like, you know, he's like one of my favorite drummers to play with, and all. Likewise, he's, this guy is. Um, so a hell of a riff, ma a riff so, master. <laughs> <laughs> so Timmy's like, like we played together like 
three weeks ago or something. Yeah, that but was all, uh, with Black that Mountain. Was fun. That, was, that, that was a fun that show. That was fantastic. I, but all uh, that's on Facebook. You yeah, can watch it. It's, I know uh, that they, was a great show. It. They were yeah. a great band to play with. Those guys were really awesome. cool folks. I like those dudes. I like everything they did. Likewise. So, so uh, yeah. So Timmy, you know, uh, he's played with me in all kinds of crazy scenarios and getting, you know, rocking hard or like kind of like keeping it cool for a wedding or something. Yep. yep. Very, you know, very versatile, different stuff. So nice guitars, less pause, this and that. The skate, the evolution of the skate guitar. I remember when you decided to start doing this. Um, this was what, the first one. What was the like, you know, magic moment? What What was the initial? Did you look at a deck and go, oh, I could do that? Or did you? Yeah, I just had. Well, I thrashed a couple guitars, beat them up with drumsticks, because I was mm-hmm. like, at one point when I had started Timmy and the Tourette Syndrome, I was a one piece, and I just literally sat a guitar in a stand, and I took a like a steel dowel and made a guitar like a metal slide with a drumstick and I would like literally just beat the shit out of a guitar while I was playing the drums this mm-hmm. with a stick that I could flip back and forth and I could play it on my drums and then yeah I did it at the Cottonwood Club when we played that oh. show together remember yeah, that yeah, yeah. so totally. so see so that was fun but then so then um that was kind of the beginning of it because I beat up a couple guitars and I didn't know what to do with them and then I had all these old skateboards and I'm like I wonder if I could like make you know I wonder if I could make a guitar out of a skateboard you yeah know? I just kind of was like so I, so then I just this was number one no this was the first That's one right the here one. Okay. yeah this is the, the third one yeah okay I remember yeah okay okay so this one yeah I mean I just kind of put a so, call out on Facebook and was like anybody got some parts so <laughs> so that's the number one the number two the number three one, yeah. two, three. Oh, I'm so, so yeah. wrong. No, okay. it's cool. So run us through. Will you grab number one there? Just yeah, run yeah. us through. It's a, tie, a single Tysco pickup. Yeah, it's from did 1969, you, the pickup. Did you take a Tysco guitar and take both the, the bridge? I took everything, and the yeah. Yeah. I just took. I like that you put the <laughs> tailpiece. That's right. Yeah, I mean, I basically. How does that connect under there? Is it uh, You through? can see it. Like, there. Did you put string ferrules in there? No. Oh, you screwed it in. They just go... Where do you attach the ball end of the string? Right underneath, there's like a little... Oh, yep, yep. It's like it's old kind of school. a tricky one to string. Yeah, it's weird, and sometimes it buzzes a little. You have, like, you have ones with a with a trapeze, yeah, essentially, yeah. bridge, where there's strings behind the bridge. Yep. And then ones that are hardtail. Yeah, you can get a lot of... This one is the feedback machine, though. This one And this just, one has a trim system. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That one's the feedback machine? Yeah, this Because thing, the pickup's very microphonic. Oh, it is. And you can scream through every one of them. Like, I didn't know that when I, when I built them, but this chamber, you can just put it right here and you just scream right into Let's it. Let's do it. Do it real quick. Well, I have to I'll plug her in. Yeah, here, let me... <laughs> here, let me... Uh, actually, so, uh, I'll do it through the other one. So, yeah, so this is made... So, is that one the most microphonic? Yeah, this pickup? thing is just... I mean, you can literally play it like a drum. You can just... It just... It's yeah. so reactive. It's like a microphone in there. And then, so this neck came from Jimmy Kehoe, and I want to give props to James and Jimmy Kehoe, mm-hmm. Nate Howe, because mm-hmm. they literally gave me all these parts. I mean, they gave me tons of stuff that I would have never, I would have been spending a bunch of money, and that was defeating the purpose, because I, th- I built all these for Reappropriated. Under, under 100 bucks for all three of them. Mm-hmm. I only spent money on strings. Mm-hmm. And bridges, really. That's it. That's nothing else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, reappropriated bridges. Um, yeah, so like so the neck is from Jimmy. This is all stripped out of a Tysco that Nate gave me, but it was toast. The neck was so torqued that it was unsalvaged. You couldn't play mm-hmm. it anymore. And so I just mm-hmm. and what, took it all in one piece and how, just... 
how did you get the idea? Like to, I mean, because they're very, they're stable. So the sandwiching, the, uh, you know, what I'm saying that. Well, you just, you just, I just did you something one day put boards together, put yeah, decks together, and go, oh man, there's room for it, the electronics in here. Imagine this table right here. Yeah. In my workshop. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I did. I just laid a bunch of parts out and I just got started tinkering around and I, and this is what I did. I took so I took like one deck and typically they'll be broken or something and uh if it's splintery, I'll cut it off. But like this one is like the coolest cuz it's actually got a guitar on it. Mhm. And banjo. so yeah, it's but it's music Turtles it's music banjo. related. It's got a harmonica in its mouth. It's really cool triangle. It's really cool. So that, that's your next so one. So basically, yeah, so basically what I do since they're concave and they sandwich together, there's actually a company that makes guitars yeah, that, that Prisma. Yeah. They sandwich them and sell them for like a couple thousand dollars a piece. Yeah, and they're beautiful. They're fantastic. I mean, yeah. if I could ever afford one, yeah. I, I mean, I would mm -hmm. throw down hard from one of those because yeah. they're just, I mean, mm -hmm. I'm a skater. Why not? But what I do is I take them and I do this. So that creates the membrane, but then it's not deep enough for the electronics to float. So like with these two, I actually use the rails for skateboards as a spacer. Oh, cool. So I got the plastic rail, yeah, skate rail. Man. You can just buy them at the skate shop. That's great. And it's a spacer. That's which, fantastic. I mean, it's literally just like no rhyme or reason, but that works. Uh, glues and screws and no, glue? Yeah, I mean, screws literally like no glue. No glue. No glue. Zero no, glue. Because if it needs to be taken apart to fix, I uh -huh. just... The funny, <laughs> thing, the funny thing is, is it's like I've literally pieced a couple of these together with like drywall screws. <laughs> I mean, it's like low budget, man, but that's the beauty of it. Yeah. And so this is kind of how it starts. What I do is I, I'll take a neck and this is kind of, get rid of some of the sharp edges. This is kind of crazy. Okay. So this whole patterns match up, dude. Are you seeing this? I mean, what, oh, are, the the, what, really? what are the chances? The what are the chances of that? I mean, so that was like the first epiphany. With the trucks. Yeah. It, it matches up. So, <laughs> and it's centered perfectly on the board. Okay. So it's like, your neck is already perfectly pre, centered. Pre you don't have to do anything. Wow. You just So that's step one. You you just find, you look at a board and you're like, okay, it's true. You look down it, it's flat, it's good. You hook the neck up. Typically I'll go this way because I, I like to have them long. Yeah. So I'll like do that neck thing down this mm -hmm. end. Mm -hmm. But I'll, so that'll hook up. It'll be like that. And it's, it's a piece now. And then I keep it like that. And then I'll take this other piece and I'll just configure whatever I want. I'll trace. That one's like a really radical one that I just, I was thinking about Prince. I'm like, <laughs> I love Prince. And I'm like, he's had those really crazy guitars. And mm -hmm. so I just made I get that. those really yeah, this, radical. This yeah, exactly. Yep. That's like yep. the Prince it notch. It is like a little, yeah. It's a little. <laughs> so I did that. But then, so then when this goes on, then I just kind of put this over the top of it. And I imagine like, okay, I want to have. You know, I just draw a little cutaway out, and I'll think about like a jazz master. Or I'll actually get—I got one of my guitars that Nate gave me, and I traced. This is actually traced off of a guitar Nate gave me that was a '69 um, Color Cat Bobcat. Oh, <coughs> made by uh, oh, Harmony, maybe. Harmony, yeah, it yeah. was a Harmony. Yeah. So, um, so that's cool, kind of how so it goes. Next one, and, and real quick, we need to make some sound. Yes. So your next your next one's uh, going to be a bass. Yeah, I'm actually right? going to make a bass and um, maybe stay. You're going to have to stabilize that more. For the yeah, tension. for sure. Yeah, there's going to be maybe have more of a uh, bigger. What are you going to do there? I attach. Think, 
Attach maybe attach something to this I know that stabilizes it to the. I'll use, won't use drywall screws. <laughs> 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 no, I'll, I'll just like you're saying, man. I'll reinforce everything and reinforce make it kind of. Yeah. I might actually like drill a hole through the body and like sandwich, like put like a. You might consider. You might consider like wherever you attach this having a another layer. Whatever the middle center co a core. You might yeah, have to make I a do core that there. actually. Check it out with this one. I made it. It's out of skateboards. Oh yeah, see like right that. There. So yeah. what if you? So what if you extended that piece and that, oh, and could, then your yeah. string made it like a faux uh, neck through. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. So your strings came through that. Yeah, you could, piece. and that would that would actually might, like solidify it, it, make it a little stronger. But uh, you got, tr you got trust rods. I'm open to suggestions, man. I, I mean, literally this. So that one. It's and this board has sentimental value because it's uh, Cardiel and and uh, John Cardiel is like a legendary skater that got he got crippled by a real freak accident he got like partially run over mm. um, but he's they were like you'll never walk again and he actually skates now he like nice. started ripping on like 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 road bikes he like reached a point where he could ride bikes again and then he started skating again everyone's oh. like holy shit. Cardiel is skating again, and cool. everybody in the whole skate world was just like, yeah, because like, the dude was crippled, but that's yeah. the rad Cardiel weed board. It's got the homegrown 420 yard sale, and and I broke it, and I was so bummed. I'm like, oh, man, what am I going to do with this thing? And so I just set it back for years, and then I'm like, skate guitar! Yes. I'm going nice. to play it again. Like It's like yeah, a board dude. that I skated, both of those. Yeah. And I love the boards, and then they reached the point I couldn't skate them anymore, and I'm like, bummer. Yeah. But then I made guitars out of them, and I'm like, stoked. Yeah. Dude. And then this one is like a friend of mine. And that makes golf. sense. Of course you have to put a piece there, because yeah. you need a neck pocket. Yeah. Neck pocket. That so, one's got a piece of oak. <laughs> nice. It's oak flooring. So <laughs> let's, uh, let's plug these guys in. Yeah, for sure. You want to? Yeah. Cool. This one's ready to go. That one's a three like three decks. Yeah, this one, okay, so yeah, back to one quick thing. Those two were made kind of the same. They're, they have the the um, rails that are sandwiched, but this one has got this other, I took basically another skateboard and I just made a skeleton piece in there that I cut out the whole inside of that. So it's just basically like, you know, a template going mm -hmm. around so that it would create the space, mm -hmm. you know, it's it's the spacer. oh you route it out. It's, yeah, it's instead of routing it, I, it's the spacer for the electronics to flow. Oh, you didn't route it. You just cut it. Yeah, I don't use yeah. routers, man. I go yeah. minimalist. I literally use yeah. hand tools, a, a battery powered jigsaw, and a sander. That's so it. So let's uh, so Tim. Oh, oh, so real quick here, your bands make start making noise. Your bands, Timmy and the Tourettes, Scavenger. We'll go into that, but Timmy and the Tourettes is a one man band. It was Timmy's brainchild. And then it and then it morphed. The now Scott Gorski. Yeah, Scott Gorski is the bass player. Yeah. So, but it started just you with drum loops. Well, so, will you give us an example? And yes, and I want to say one more thing is that the whole other Scott reason Gorski. that awesome. I made the guitars is because I was like kind of fed up with conventional guitars because they always have glitches. Like, there's always something. It's like if it's a static problem or if it's there's something going on, and I just got fed up with it because I'm like, dag on it. I'm not a guitar tech. <laughs> so then I'm like, well, I want to build a skate guitar because then I'll have a guitar that I can fix. I won't feel guilty about fucking it up. And and I'll have my own sound. Like, no one else will be able to replicate my sound because no one will have one. And that was, like, kind of the whole... Yeah. That was, like, one of the main I like driving that. forces. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the guitar, it's you know, it's got a five-way switch. This one's got 
two pickups out of a um, an Epiphone S- um, the Les Paul and the SG that the boys in Scavenger gave me nice um, and then all the electronics is just stripped out of more stuff that Kehoe gave me and I just cool. plopped it in here and rewired it so let's uh, a kick, a little, kick a little drum loop or do whatever, do whatever oh, yeah, you want yeah. so He plays them. Timmy sits there and is. And I'm he, not and a he, programmer. Yeah, he has mic set up into his looper pedal and plays that drum loop. He does not use fake drums. Why would you if you're a drummer like Timmy? Well, and the thing is, is that was another thing is like I like your drum lo- sets loved, are like your guitars. Yeah, too. your drum sets are like today. I'm sorry to interrupt, but no, no, today I showed up with uh, you know my floor tom is a reappropriated kit. Drum. Yeah, I've, he has a twenty. He has twenty-two inch floor tom. Well, I've got like forty <laughs> drums. Tom. I got. I'm a. I'm a musical hoarder. Let's just get it so, out in the open. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about your bands too before we sign off. So, will you plug in a couple more of the guitars to me? Yeah, for sure. Maybe um, one more anyway. Yeah. Um, Maybe you, just that one. Yeah, yeah. Everybody wants to hear that one. And will you scream into it? Everybody. I got you. Yeah, you oh. scream into it. I will do that, but I do need, I gotta tune it real quick, because I know this thing is just... So, while you're tuning... It hasn't been played in a while. Yeah, tune up. While you're tuning, um, we let's mention your bands, your current, I mean, Timmy over the years. <laughs> when I first met Timmy, uh, it was a different time in Bozeman. It was a good, it was an awesome, great time in Bozeman uh, for music. And uh, we had some really uh, interesting, really good original uh, rock bands back then. And... Um, it was like the post post punk and rock and roll era. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> was, sure. You know, bipolar post, band. Post, 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 post. Yeah. But it was uh uh so Timmy was in a band called Dwarf Tosser. No, I wasn't. No, he, in, that I was, was Paul. I, I was Paul. I was in but um, you were, uh Valedictorian. Valedictorian, yep, and it yeah. was basically the same dudes. Cocksicle? Cocksicle, yeah. <laughs> Whippersnapper. <laughs> Whippersnapper. Which was just a drum and bass collaboration <laughs> and playing. I got spelled C O X I C L E. C O X, yeah. I was like, you guys, why are you doing this to me? Why are you giving me why are you giving me this horrible name I gotta represent here? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Valedictorian made a record. Maybe both those bands did. We, yeah, we that Valedictorian play, album's cool. We played with some good bands that came through at that time. We played with Victim's Family. We played with No Means No, Skeleton Key. Yeah, um, I that. We played with a bunch of really good bands. So that was another just good time to be so, in a band. And those dudes all made me a better musician, especially like me and... Uh, 
me and Stork, the bass player, mm-hmm. went on to create Whippersnapper and yep. just like, a bass and drums. Shows, yeah, together, remember? Yep. And and he just like his writing ability and the stuff that he wrote was so complex that it made me a better drummer. I, yeah, I, Stork's I had like an odd time master. He's yeah. like a, a Mike Patton. Totally. You know, yeah. He uh, he's he turned me on. So and Pat much. Helwick. Let's just mention Pat. Well, Helwick. hey, Pat gave me this pedal right here. This uh, right, this pedal that I oh, have. Oh, sweet man! It's the the dis, the distortion. One the of the DM. greatest, you know, riff. But it was so ever. toast. He's like, you can have it. It doesn't even work. And I uh-huh. tore it apart, and it actually I cleaned Got it. Rolling. It worked. It was so like, Holy uh, shit. okay. So Ooh. past Timmy bands, there's been a there's been a ton, a I, bunch of great ones. Um, current bands, Scavenger, Scavenger, and Timmy really, and Tourette's. Yep, yep. And those are his two main projects currently. Um, Timmy and Tourette's, how many records with Timmy and Tourette's? Well, we just put out... Here, I actually have it. They've recorded a bunch. We, rec- um, we self-recorded. Your first one first one was a solo album. This one is... It's got everything on it. That's your copy for you, Joe. Oh, I don't know if you Timmy. have it. Yeah, yeah, for the newest sure. one? I don't. Well, that's everything. We've we've had two different ones. And, and I you just, did a solo one, too. Well, that one, it's not on there. That's okay. just all me and Gorski. you and Gorski? Yeah, and it's like, all, it's like 18 songs oh, on thanks, there, man. I believe. Um, I appreciate that. Thank and we you. did it all ourselves. We recorded it all. We packaged it. I spray painted all the... Paper bag. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, open it up and check it out, man. We <laughs> did all that... We made the stencils um, by hand. I don't want to. I don't oh, like you just open it like this. Bag. Look, just like this. Like Unfold it, just like a just brown like bag. A lunch. Check it out, and then the CD <laughs> just. Oh, there's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. In there here. is a smash PB and J in there. Oh, there's some. Uh, there's some fruit that we the put, kid's never gonna eat. We, He's not we, gonna eat that fruit. We put mom. some really good fermented fruit. that shit away. It's a <laughs> little American jerk. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, I've got. Woo! Here's a T-shirt for you too. We made these for uh, the same. We uh, did that all <laughs> stenciled and spray painted. Is that a stamp? Yeah, we d- went to the thrift to the craft I like store. That stamp, we did. Jimmy. We got a custom Tourette stamp, and we got the bat it's stamp. It's a great looking stamp. You got to get a close up of that. Um, track listing. Let's do the shirt. Oh yeah. PB, track listing PB and J uh, fruit snacks. Um, some baby carrots. Yeah, we tried to do everything. We did everything ourselves. Right in the we call it the Tats Cave. I'll trade you the fruit snacks for your, uh, <laughs> your you, fr- you are a fruit snack. <laughs> <laughs> I'll trade you half of my uh, raspberry PB&J for your grape one. Your, gra- your, your grape poupon. <laughs> hey, did, yeah. you, did you hear it? Did you hear it? All I got is a... <laughs> All I got is a t-shirt for Timmy. <laughs> If you're in Australia, you're like, oh, it's Vegemite and margarine. Yeah, if, I'm not, if I'm in Australia, I'll be walking around with my guitar like this over my face, and I'll be talking to everybody like this. I'll be like, I don't know you, boy. I love you. again, Mom. Sweet. So, yeah, I got all these pedals. I got them uh, mostly here at the villa. A lot of them. I just picked up this space echo right here, which is really cool. Um, Blue kind of solicited that one on me. I like th- that's that space echo we had. Yeah, I, I just like picked it up. I love it, man. It does this really. It, you gotta spend some time. Yeah, no. see, it does like the typical delay reverb, but if you hold down the morph button. <laughs> I always 
wanted an old space echo. They're really expensive. I know, now, like the actual. The, they're yeah. so cool. They're they're like I've carrying around an one. extra guitar head. I've um, always wanted one. That's kind of why so they have tape in them. Tape, yeah, like yeah, tape. they actually have but, the real. Um, but the, the, the tape, the space echo is like the original co uh, chorus on you know modulated delay. It's kind yeah. of the original modulated delay with yeah. the real you know tape. So anyway, uh, hey, you know who else has a has a space echo on his board? Who? He doesn't have a lot of pedals. Uh, Dean Ween. Oh no, kidding! Has that pedal on? Sick. For yeah, you know, I read about it, and it's like it's a digital, digitalized. It's got a longer delay time than the original Space Echo did, mm -hmm. and it's just got a couple of different. He's also from PA. Yeah, I know. It's kind of weird. <laughs> There's weirdos there. That's why I tried to get away, but then I realized that I was still weird when I got here. I'm like, oh, it's just me. <laughs> but so, yeah, dude. So the guitars like. You can scream through them. It's pretty cool. And that one's the most microphonic. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just like you can literally. But the cool thing you can do is like you can throw a reverb on there, and then you can throw a little harmonist on there, so you can start out. You know, you can start out just like this, and then you can take it all the way across. Put Timmy through there. Will that work? Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> Where's your speaker at on this? Oh, right there. Oh no, man. There we go. Turn it up you. a little. There we go. Ready? <laughs> hit a little. Hit a little pedal with that. That's what it's like. That's that's. Uh, yeah, I mean yeah, that's kind of. I mean that's kind of how I come up with sounds too. I mean a lot of the sounds like noise, but I actually do sit down with the pedals. You ever listen to that band Melt Banana? Yes. Yeah, dude. Like you know guys. I got to say one of the greatest like pedal noise grindcore bands that I ever had the pleasure of sharing this sharing the stage with was right here in Bozeman. Um, it was a Lotus Eater show Chris put on, and uh, it was this band called An Atomic Whirl. And it was just bass and drums. How about and Lightning Bolt? It was insane. Yeah, dude, it's similar, similar yeah. to that. Just like that dude inspired me yeah. so hard just because, well, for one, he didn't have like a pedal board. He just came in with like 20 pedals and he just threw them down on the floor and just janked them all together. And by the end of the show, a couple of them were like destroyed. He's just like, <laughs> hey, Reynolds. His name is Kenji. He was a crazy dude. He's like trying to sell. He's like, you want to buy this broken pedal for five bucks? <laughs> I'm like, no, but I'll buy your CDs. So and I like bought a his, bag of I bought his CDs and um, they gave us some cool stuff. And yeah. they're just, I mean, that's the beauty of this town, man. I want to yeah. say it. There's This is a great scene. There's a great music yeah. store, which is the hub of any town's 
music scene, the this music store where I grew up folded and so did the scene. It was kind of weird. Like it was uh it was Ziegler music, then it turned I can't even remember what the second store was where I got my first like big drum set from. But um they're not there anymore and the scene just there's no music scene where I grew up and that's half the reason I moved away. I'm like I got to go to the city and we got to do a show play. at Gorski sometime because yeah. Timmy's bandmate Scott Gorski played in some really great local bands over the years. He has a lot of, he could give some good history. Oh yeah, that, and he's a time. great bandmate. And we're, yep. I mean, I couldn't. Crate Washer was. He's a yeah, he he's a phenomenal Paul, dude to like be inspired by. You mm -hmm. know, because that's the beauty of the Tourette's. Yep. I get to bounce between drums and guitar. Yep. You know, it's yep. two different completely Him and Paul worlds. Mason and uh, Darren, Darren, Darren Dungan, too, yeah, Jim Dungan, here. Darren Crabtree, yeah. yeah. Great this band. dude's all jammed together, man. And all right, let's uh, let's wrap it up, Timmy. It's, yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. Real quick, last thing, uh, Timmy just did a podcast. Uh, oh yeah, with, yeah. For Timmy and the Tourettes yesterday. Le last night, yeah. Last night, for the Gallatin so, Underground. So where can people see that? Um, you go to the. You can look it up on Facebook or just go to Gallatin Underground. Um, it's. I think I'm not sure what the actual website is, but if you just Gallatin Underground, yeah, Gallatin Underground, Tim and the Tourettes. Look it up. It's a podcast. We did six songs. We did a two-hour interview. Um, it'll be released in two weeks. But in the meantime, there's like five other episodes you can watch of local bands, um, Battle Stations, Death Trophy. Um, I think Cannabis is on there. I can't remember the other which other bands, but. They're all worth checking out. And yeah. they do a great job. And, um, That's great. You know, if, so, they, if they ask you if you want to do it, I would highly I would recommend it because it, yeah, it's, it's cool. Great. It's fun. So, Tim Bowers, Timmy and the Tourette's, Scavenger, legendary bands of, of your of yesteryear and of, you know, <laughs> future legend, you know? Legendary non-existent bands yep. of the past. Uh, <laughs> future legend. You know? <laughs> Future legendary non-existent bands <laughs> of the future. And uh, let's both let's give it the Blaze. We miss you. Yeah, Blaze. It would have Blaze been fun. Was, Blaze grew up skating in a similar time, and I I uh, I'm bummed that Blaze wasn't here because uh, you know he was he would have had a lot of fun things to say about his memories with skateboarding and yeah. It would have been twice as long though. And I want to say and I want to <laughs> yeah. say too that my kid did set this skateboard on fire before I made us guitar out of it and I just thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> that is cool. <laughs>